Order? I'll take a burrito. I'll take a plum from Mrs. Carraway's orchard. I want a single grape floating in donkey milk served in a bike helmet. Silence! As I was saying, that was the end of the fifth chapter of the logical, preposterous, pointless, absurd, and depressing misadventures of Detective Swag and Dr. Yu. Oh, thank God it's over! And so naturally, I shall begin the sixth chapter of the logical, preposterous, pointless, absurd, and depressing misadventures of Detective Swag and Dr. Yu. No! No! As long as I draw breath, I shan't let you! Oh no! Guards! Guards! He has a plastic water bottle! <laughs> Keep him away! I'm allergic to bisphenol A! Got you! No, no, let me go! You don't realize what this man is capable of! Capable of? I am but a humble storyteller who coincidentally owns 15 rifles, 30 pistols, 9 submachine guns, and an elephant shotgun I call the Santa Killer. A fellow enthusiast, eh? Oh, you're a collector too. Why, yes I am. I have a wonderful AR-15 that I sleep with every night. Judge, as fellow gun lovers, we must stick together. Oh, yes. And I'm done waiting. We're getting married tonight. And so, that night, the judge married his AR-15 rifle. But enough of that. Back to the courtroom. But enough of that. Back to my story. Shut him up, please! Shut him up! That's it. You're in contempt. Bailiff, take him out into the stocks in the freezing cold weather of... September. No! Not September! I'll take January or April, anything but September! Narrator, put down that celery stick slathered in peanut butter and continue. <coughs> My dear listeners, please turn your televisions down, huff some paint, sniff some glue, and bring your cars to a complete stop in oncoming traffic as I spin a tale I like to call... The sixth chapter of the illogical, preposterous, pointless, absurd, and depressing misadventures of Detective Swag and Dr. Yeatley. In order to start this particular part of a poultry plot, we must peek back into the past and pull up the point in which we plot Detective Swag all these episodes prior. As you are well aware by now, Swag has been left destitute and cast aside, like an old pet rock from the 90s named Jake. Swag, now without his beloved Yeet, was feeling the weight of such rejection and was whistling a melancholic, sorrowful tune. Ah, what a glorious day in this fine city. I feel a song coming on. <laughs> the 
What's that voice coming from? What? Look how the bugs flip through the air. Yes, they do, don't they? You never really notice these things. No, you never get the time. The time. But now that heat is gone, who cares? Uh, yes, who cares? I don't. Nope, nope, nope. Yes, I guess I confess I do sound a bit like him. Aha! That's where your voice is from. That's because in all the fuss you found yourself in what? a big depression. No, I'm happy. Now don't happy. deny you're quite despondent. But I'm pondent. Perfectly pondent. Now that your sidekick's gone away. Well, that's a good point. I am the lead character. He is the sidekick. That's it the point. was always deep in your pocket. He did like to put his hand in there. It was rather strange. But now you think he's led astray Well, he is led astray by that thing, Ashley Madison And the truth neither prove all you see inside <laughs> you I, It's far too introspective, thank you very much Actually proves you'll see what we're trying to do No And in no. the coup now ah, I, I, I am in charge here, I have all the power these choices for us I have the power have and by a lot Choose a metamorphosis um. It's consonants, it still works Get your red hot meaty burritos now with extra meat! You, sir, selling burritos out of a cart shaped and sized very much like a French water closet. What is in your meatiest burrito? Uncooked lamb shanks with ham replacing the lettuce, Viennese sausage replacing the tomatoes, and pickled beef replacing the cheese. All wrapped up in a deliciously greasy bacon replacing the wrap. No, Swag, don't eat that! I'll take 12. Just use the grease and slide it into my pockets. That's disgusting, Swag. You can't eat your feelings. So, you're really back, are you, Conscience? I thought I killed you off in the great cleaning liquid drink-off in 1768. Hmm. Halt, cleaning lady. I am in need of this bucket of liquid. This'll fix you. No, don't drink that. Get off me, sir! You'll drink that, you'll be dead in a minute! Gorm! Yes, sir? Gorm's me porter, lad. Get this man some water. Leave me be, affluent drunkard! Drunkard? Why, that's a dirty, filthy lie! It is? Indeed. Go and wash it and bring it back when it's clean. I'm no launderette laborer. And I'm no dirty drunkard! I'm Gorm. Gorm, you miserable rat turd! It was water for the man to drink! <laughs> now listen here, you violent rich man. I'm a detective of land-wide renown. Save the land of the Cornish. The fuck is... Ah, I see a man of quality. Where? Get him away! <laughs> My dear wheezing fellow, might we walk for a while, you and I and your little rat turd? Hmm. I'm in need of good company in order to speak of my most recent ordeals with a former employee who took off in a carriage with an ornate golden star with an upside-down triangle engraved on the front that fell off a tree and into someone's hands that was at the moment residing the booty of a carriage. An ornate golden star with an upside-down triangle engraved on the front that fell out of a tree and into someone's hands that was at that moment residing in the boot of a carriage. That rings a bell. Yes, I believe I saw such a carriage heading towards my home place of Dunsledding. <laughs> well, good riddance. Um, Yes. I don't suppose you would want to head in that 
general direction. Not that I'm interested in finding that little man's trumpet. Oh, uh, well, I suppose I could spare a few steps with ye. Not large loping steps, mind. Shuffling forward little by little with Savice. Grand! Simply grand! I feel we are about to forge the friendship of a lifetime. Fifteen seconds later. How dare you, sir! Well, this yeet sounds like he's got a good head on his shoulders. Unlike you, you old granny dodger. Should have left you early, in my opinion. Right you are, sir. Shut up, Gorm! You take that back, sir! Please! Sir was me father. Called me... All right. Have it your way. Hmm. It's gotten quite dark all of a sudden. Where have you led me, you awful, evil, hateful, donkey-fornicating Cornish lover? I was talking about the plot. How dare you again, sir? I may be all of those things and more, but a Cornish lover I am not. And you are the one leading me through this... this... Old man, where are we? How am I supposed to know? I was following you. But I was following you. We're in the forest. Silence! Oh, woe. Woe is me. Heat, if you hadn't run off. Shush! Don't shush me, Quiet. you... Quiet! The arthritis in me clunkers is vibrating. We should go this way. Go on! Yes, sir. Absolutely not. I refuse. Fine. Shoot yourself. Can be difficult to get out of this place. Besides, I'm not scared. It's only just a cricket with razor blades for arms. Yes, nothing too frightful. And up there's this Great Dane-sized spider eating a crocodile on the trees. <laughs> and an owl with a maw of a lion. Old man! Old man! Wait for me! Hours passed, it felt like days. Swag the old man and the humped little rat turd named Gorm wandered through the frightful forest, looking for a way out, but to no avail. Not even the signposts along the road on which they now stood pointing the way towards the town of Dunselding, a town with which my listeners are all too familiar with, could help them. Partially because the old man was blind, and partially because Detective Swag couldn't read. This is impossible. We'll never get out of this mess. Excuse me, excuse me. <coughs> Those two handsome drivers at the head of that handsome with a very irregular booty aren't stopping. Oh, renovating carriage trunks is all the rage nowadays. It looks oddly familiar. Wait, hold on. There's a handsome. Quick, flag it down. Oh, they are well and truly gone up the road by now. There's a road. Quick, flag it down. Well, we've been following it for some time, and between it and the indecipherable signs... There are signs. Quick, flag them down. It hasn't helped. Maybe we should try doing something different. Hmm. How about going through those trees? Are you mad? Well, now that you mention it, I am a little angry. But that's only because you've been utterly useless in getting us out of here. Oh, hush you... I'm not getting off this road for nothing. Very well, old man. Sidebar to self. 
this old codger must have some sort of monetary value. Maybe by turning around, I can return him to his family for a sum of money. He's obviously not all there, so a little tale spun about his inability to remain found could net me a pretty penny. Oh, 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 oh wonderfully wicked swag. <laughs> you finished? Yes. Thinks to self. Doubtless this young fool must know I have obtained considerable wealth and is planning on ransoming me to my family like the little blighter he is. Little does he know I'm leading him knowingly until Dunsel Ding, the home of the carnivorous fish people. <laughs> oh, brilliantly bad old man. <laughs> Dunsel? Yes! Little do they know of how little I know. If I knew but a little, and the more knowing I'd know about the little either of them know, then I'd know a little more. The year was 1778. I was dropped thrice on my head as a child. You see, the first was on accident. That's enough out of you! Little do any of the characters know. This is a fact, for they were speaking aloud the whole time. And all of these asides aside, I think, my dear chap, that we should turn around and return you to your family. And for a handsome reward, perhaps? Well, I was thinking if we keep going, there could be a nice little uh, village, yes, inhabited by fish people who might be so hungry as to devour a young, sprightly, meaty person such as yourself. Aha, yes. Well, maybe there might be a time for that later. So now why don't we double back? Standing before us stood a thin, pale-faced man dressed in a mangled top hat, a pristine dinner jacket and large wingtips and three scars on each side of his neck. There, I thought, there is a man I can trust not to eat me. Eat's not the only one who can do a good voiceover, eh? 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 Hello, ladies. Aha! I see, sir, that you are accustomed to the final things of life. Might one ask you for a way out of this dark, scary forest? One might, but one might want to stay here for a while longer. One might already be on the way to Dunselding, eh? Wink! Have you heard of our Savior Cthulhu? Oh, indeed I have. I'm a non-practitioner, though. Haven't had a good virgin sacrifice in some time. Oh, that's a shame, sir. It is. But he'll get a front row seat when we reach Dunselding. Wink! Well, you know how it is. On the road, you rarely have time to do anything. Ah, this is my good friend Faglioli, the Pastafarian. Say hi, Faglioli. Mm. Have you ever been to a fine town at Dunselding? Why, no. We were just on our way there, in actual fact. Wink. Why do you keep saying that? Is there something wrong with your eyes? Yeah. We're bringing this gentleman here to get eaten by fish people. Oh, come. You're just begging for it, aren't you? Yes, kick him in the shins. The shins. Thank you, master. I know you're out there. 
Brilliant. Well, well sorry, chaps. Looks like we've been sniffed out. We'll, we'll see you soon, soon, though. Mark my words. Charming chaps, weren't they? Yes, well, let's continue towards the town, shall we? A mere hour later, and the three wanderers found their way to a large tree, its boughs hanging low over the road, its roots bending the road to its will. I say, what a marvellous tree! And there's some berries over there! Don't touch those, you'll poison the meat. Uh, I mean, you'll uh, moisten the feet. Yes, that is. Uh, boss? Not now, Gorm. But it's important, Master. Um, how do we get out of here? Cheers. Well, hello there. Oh, who's that? Oh my, there seems to be a lot of you. Gentlemen, welcome to my forest. Have you paid the toll? <laughs> oh no. Who are you, sir? Yo, Sinclair. Drop me a beat, bitch. It's a rap song. Oh, Cthulhu will kill me now. Situation. I grew up over yonder in a town called Dunselding, where men bare knuckle fight and the children laugh and sing. What? Where? Dunselding, did you say? I think that's where he's headed, my dear young protege. A man so sweet and innocent thinks himself to be a star. He sounds like he's quite edible. Reminds me of Myanmar. The war, you see, had taken us, invading heart and soul. What is the point of this? Here, take a casa for roll. We marched all days and nights, fighting off the local peasants. Just to find the place we fought for was less than good and pleasant. Quiet! Okay, backtrack, what was I saying? You just introduced yourself and threatened us. I wasn't playing. Look around you in the long grass and up in the trees. You see me and my people forced out by a disease. Oh, Cthulhu, are you sure you're not contagious? I believe he's using metaphor in a way most advantageous. No man to your left with the carnation in his pocket speaks truth to the way I make my rhyme so fly just like a rocket. These insmouthers invaded us, making the plague of us. Why don't we talk about this? There's no time for shit like this. Don't fix it, don't change it, just chat, chat, chat While a whale of a man with glasses smothered in fat Sits alone on his throne at his table for twelve Licking wounds, admiring balls and speaking crazy as hell The only reason we hit the road, stealing for scraps Is we got done, screwed over, slipped through society's cracks Stop that grumping immediately! Thinks to self, well, that's really quite a shame. Did you call it? Did you see? Did you see how fast I came? Shut up, you worm, before they figure it out. No more double entendres or or hit you across the snout. You see, I'm an insmouther out on the road, that's for sure. I pick up strangers here and there to be my little lure. And now I'm taking the good detective to Denzel Ding in the east. And as these bandits follow, there'll be a great big feast. Yo, hold up, did I say I was finished yet? There's still a few more verses I'm gonna drop inside your head We know why we here, a nomadic civilization My question to you is thus, why are you in this location? Dressed up to the nines in coats with fancy pinkish tassels You look a bit like a bird Oh yes, just see a well it does Enough of this, it's time to take what's legally yours So stand and deliver, oh strip it from your cold We're dead right. corpse Woo! Yeah! Yes! 
Yes. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, bravo, bravo. You know, I ain't about that musical life, but that was straight fire. Hashtag blessed. Oh, dab on the haters. What the hell are you doing here in our forest? To answer this question, one must go back to the very beginning. You see, there's this ornate golden watch with a very irregular upside-down triangle engraved on the lid, and it fell out of a dead man's pocket into my hands. You! Oh, man. I recognize you. Impossible! That is a dirty, filthy lie started by people who recognize me. You're that insmouther that brings people back to Dunselding. They're never heard from again. Well, I suppose we must be off to Dunselding then. You're a fool. If you won't leave willingly. Ah, uh, tut 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 tut, let's not get too, uh, physical. Especially with me and my weak fingers. I wouldn't want this to go off now, would we? Is that a ticket to Cats the Musical? You monster. Don't shoot! Come along, detective. That's the way. On to Dunselding we shall go. <laughs> Make a note, Gorm. Tell the mayor that he needs to destroy this forest as soon as possible. Pick up carrots from supermarket. We can't let those fish people take another, even if he is an obnoxious twat. What do we do? We'll do what we do best. me, you old blackguard. Let's just say we're throwing a feast in your honour. Yeah, and you'll be the main course. Quiet, you! Here, chew on this. That's it, Mr. Swig. You chow down on that stick of butter while I go and have an innocuous conference with the mayor. Gorm! He doesn't leave this room, you understand? You are back from your fishing trip. You told me you needed to speak to me ASAP. Aye, sir. And I've netted quite the catch this time. But we'll need to do some preparations. You see, he's caused quite a stir among the previous tenants of this town, so to speak. Ah, a stir, you say? Curious. Very curious. That small insignificant detail can mean only one thing. You say it first, and I'll tell you if you're right. A trap, sir. Yes, a trap. Excellent. Well, I'll tell my boys to tell your men to tell their men to tell my boys to set it up. I shall be off to my office now, old min. Those great big blue balls and that star with the upside down triangle engraved on the front that fell off the tree and into someone's hands that end up in my rear end and is now sitting atop my ornate oak desk in the corner of my office aren't going to admire themselves. Meanwhile, next door, the bad detective had heard every word. The problem with being a fish person is you tend to end up with walls made from fish nets. And so Swag faces a moral conundrum. Continue a delectable but short life, consuming butter sticks and drinking olive oil, or foil this trap for the good of the people. I suppose the only thing to do now is sit here and wallow in my own misery.
Aw, you poor destitute man. Here, have some paper and a pencil. Hmm. I suppose I could draw. Or write. Oh, I didn't think of that. I just eat them. Gom! Here! Coming, sir! I could write, but I'm not very good. Italy was the writer of the two of us, and the reader, and the illiterate. No, I'm the literate. He's the literate. Is it illiterate or illiterate? Why don't you write him a letter? To relay with you. What? The least you could do is give it an old college try. No. Well, if you won't. Oh, no. I know where this is going. Dear Yeenly, I'm sorry How could it go differently? I don't know how to express How to get out of this mess Please, if there's a chance I'll be spared Maybe there could be life that we share Signed, sincerely, Swag. Or alternatively, Dear Yeet, you've hurt me deeply. Chose someone else over me. I can't see what fault is mine, so please stop wasting our time. Just come back post haste. You being out there is such a waste. He found a clue in a star He chased down the mystery thus far And you stayed and began to moan Wishing for your humble home What's the point if you die faster? Signed, sealed from your master You can't! He hurt me, he left And after everything we've been through, he left now I'm alone, and it's, it's all my fault. Take back, it's time for us to make a backtrack. I treat you like a slave to me, but now I see so clearly. The fault here is very much mine, and I won't take the blame that's assigned. And maybe I could do better. Instead of ignoring the pain, I take it and write this letter. Maybe a friend I can gain. Yes. Sincerely, Swag. Hello? 
conscience? Are you there? Right. To the trellis. What? What trellis? Conscience, you're not making any sense. Ashley, I, uh, I want to tell you something. If it's an apology for what occurred two days ago, I don't want what to What is it. going on out there? But I... Hmm, how very odd. I could have sworn I heard Yeet's obnoxious tones. What on earth is going on out there? Back, I say. Bandit? And his bandits? I say, sir, what are you doing here? We've come to save you from a terrible fate. Yes, well, they were saying something about expecting you. Clearly. It's a trap. Clearly, but there's nobody here. You're waving your weapons at nothing, dear boy. Close your eyes. But I... Do it! All right. The snuffling in sluggish footsteps of the invisible and starving Innsmouthers echoed in Swag's ears as his carnivorous captors encircled the rescue party in Swag, preparing to devour them all. Come on, love. Open to me, mouth. You won't be needing that left arm, will you? I do like a good nibble on the lefty. Wait, wait, I, uh, I have burritos. Are you, uh, what? Yes, yes, burritos made from meat. Not human meat, but all different kinds of meat. Here. Oh. Well, this is delicious. The combination of the different meats has rendered us visible again. Huzzah! Huzzah! is splitting open. His big balls flying machine is taking off. Aha, got you now, fish face. And I won't help because I'm actually the person. Uh, actually, I could use a hand. Oh, yes, of course. Not so fast, you little English bad muffin. Yeatley! Yeatley! What are you doing up there? He can't hear me. Yeet! Get down from there this instant! I have a letter to give to you! They're floating away, headed for the mountains. I must get to them. They look to be in trouble. Here, climb upon my shoulders. But how do you propose we get there? We shall use the power of music. Um, if it's the same to you, I'd rather we don't use the power of music. It's been a bit overdone for just one episode. Very well. We shall use the power of friendship and my well-toned calf muscles. Much better. Let us away. Hold tight, ye the old chum. And, uh, Ashley, I'm coming. 
This has been another episode of the illogical, preposterous, pointless, absurd, and depressing misadventures of Detective Swig and Dr. Yeatley, starring myself, Jordan Pierce, and Nathaniel Bryan, and guest starring Tish Bryan. The Conscience Song was a musical track by, uh, called Sunny Face by Wayne Jones, with lyrics written by myself. The Thieves Rap music track Dark Tranquility by Anno Domini Beats, lyrics written and performed by myself. And Swig's Lament musical track I Drank Alone by Track Tribe, lyrics written by myself and performed by myself and Scotty. Uh, please remember, we do this because we love doing it. We don't do it for money. We don't do it for any of that. Uh, We don't want any money, in fact. But if you want to give back, all you need to do is like and share, subscribe, so you can get all of our good future podcasts. And uh, we really want other people to find it. So if you could share with those people, that would be amazing. Um, We really hope you guys have a fantastic holiday season. And we will be back next year with more Yeet and Swag. See you guys. (laughs) 